0: All right, welcome everybody back after a two week hiatus to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am the vet of the group, slightly hungover, Dwight at 5172214. Joined again after a week off, my homie was down in New Orleans, chasing a bag, chasing something else. Joanne oh, living her best life in New Orleans for a week, but she back in NYC and she back to give you all this glorious content, my homie, the young prodigy, the brains of the operation. So happy to have my my homie back, SJ at SJ Basketball. Like, how you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling good, feeling great actually. Um, just came off of a big win against um one of you know Luca's, I guess young player rival. So that's always great. I always rouse up, you know, everyone. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good.
0: Oh, cool. So we're gonna get into it. Um we say this isn't gonna be a long one and I know it's been a week off and I know we've kind of been doing like damn near two hour pods most of the time lately, but we're gonna try to wrap this up. So we'll just jump straight into it. Um start with around the NBA the Team, I want to talk about is ironically enough the team we just got through playing, and the reason why uh, I want to talk about them is because they, they've kind of mirrored our, I guess, ascension into the league's elite or being pseudo contenders, and that's the Boston Celtics. Uh, this game was really, really interesting to me today, and I, I've been paying really special attention to them lately because I think the similarities as far as like we got hot at the exact same time they got hot. And I think only Phoenix has a better record. I think we're tied after today for the best record, or maybe we're a half game better than them this year. And what's really been interesting to me is Jason Tatum has been cooking. He's been, I mean, he's been looking like KD out there and they've been locking people up. And, you know, I think uh, Derek White, has really, really helped him as far as ball movement. It's not that he's necessarily a playmaker per se. It's just the ball doesn't stick when he's on the court. And, you know, uh, Jalen Brown's been in and out. But as we saw today, how important he can be. But, man, they just really, really look good. And uh, also, old man Al Horford. It's ironic enough for me to call a dude. I'm three years older than an old man. But old man Al Horford. You know, he, he kind of, he got revitalized pretty much this whole year. And, you know, I remember, I think we talked about it on the pod. Uh, Emi Yadoka was basically packing these boys up publicly. But man, that shit worked. Because they, uh, and it's funny because Jason Kidd did it to an extent. But I, I feel like he was... He wasn't even subbing them. He was flat out going at them in the post. Oh no, nah, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, were, like this one subliminal. This was. Yeah. Hey, these boys ain't doing it. And <laughs> they've just been playing really, really well. Now they, they, we beat them today, and we'll get into that earlier. But man, how you feel about them? We, we, I personally like it. I think if they played as flawed as they are, I just am watching it today because I'm feeling good about us. So my standards for us is high. Like, I don't think we're some cute team no more. I thought this shit was cute up until about a week ago. A week in the the last, basically since the last time we recorded it lasts about two weeks, I I think we legit. So us popping them doesn't invalidate them to me. What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I agree with that. And it's funny that you say that, we've been, like, Boston has been mirroring us and all that, like, I felt that way ever since last year, like, I made a tweet, I think, um, about last season saying that the Mavs or the Celtics were like the Mavs of the East, Um, you know, Mavs or the Celtics of the West, um, like, this has been this way last year, because I remember last year, both teams had, you know, the COVID issues, they were kind of, you know, playing below expectations, and then both teams kind of had good, you know, second half surges, same shit's happening this year, Um, so they're similar in that way, and I don't feel, like you said, any less of them because they lost to us, because one, it was a highly contested, you know, lower score, low scoring game from two of the best defensive teams in the league, 95 to what, 92 it was, like, that, (laughs) that, it's real high level um defense being played. You could probably argue saying, um, oh well, the offense was bad. I if I had to pick offense bad or defense good, I would lean defense good, like in this case. Oh, yeah. And um, with that being said, they only lost by three, you know, a couple more you know, breaks here and there. Um, they probably could have won, you know, pulled it out. Um to find that Jason Tatum actually had a terrible game, like he was great in the first half finney smith had him you know locked up in a second um but regardless of all that um yeah i don't feel like this game was just they had to lose some games and they ran into a equally hot team and they just didn't make it out that's fine but if you look at the teams they have beat like um and the team they have lost to like outside of us the two teams that they've lost to were like um in this like 20 game what sample size was it, the fucking pistons and um I think it was uh, uh what it was another bad the Pacers. It was like the Pacers and the Pistons. Those aren't aren't great teams. <laughs> like it's you know it's bound to happen. They've beaten, you know, like a Brooklyn team with um I think everyone was playing for Brooklyn too. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, um, they played um the Grizzlies when Grizzlies were still hot, beat the Grizzlies. Um, So they've had great wins. And that defense, like I knew it was going to be legit. And I mean, you saw it. We scored 38 points in that first half. Granted, we scored 38 in the third quarter, but we're just a different team when we're behind. So I can't even hold that like against them. But there, that defense is serious. It's something serious, and watching it like um, you know, for pretty much a whole game uh, when you are playing against your team, it's it's something crazy because if you look at their starting five, there's no defensive like anyone that's a particular weakness on that end in their whole like starting five. You know, we all know about Smart. You know, Jalen Brown is a little overrated on the defensive side of the ball to me, just because his off-ball defense is so bad, and no one really talks about it. But that's a different story. He's still a good defender. Tatum's good defender. Um, Rob Williams is just to me, he's the anchor and the um the guy, like kind of defensively on that team. And you have uh Horford, um, who has had a resurgent resurgence in Boston, so they all could defend, and then not to mention, you got Derek White, you know, another good defender still coming off the bench, and their schemes that they run are really good, so they have that going for them. My only thing with Boston is, and we saw it today, is the fact that. On offense, they can get a little flustered. And I feel like they don't have that leadership on offense that you probably want to. Like, I know Smart is their point guard, and he, you know, he called them out early in the season saying, Hey, give me a chance to, like, you know, run things as a point guard. And I mean, he hasn't done a bad job per se, but like, Smart is not that, to me, he's not that leader on offense where if, you know, if the refs, if you're, if you feel like the refs are um, taking out your game or your offense feels a little bit, um, you know, kind of muddy, he's not the guy where I want to put the ball in Smart's hands and say, Smart, go calm us down. <laughs> like, um, I don't think, yeah, he's nah, not that fast.
0: I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, go ahead. But I do want to say this. I want to get the, the take off with Marcus Smart because he, you know, he's been rumored to be here. If you listen, I've always been hesitant because you saw it tonight. You saw it today. Well, today, man, he's going to hijack your offense thinking he's mm-hmm. better than what he is. And he does that shit against good teams. And it's like, it's, it's, he has the opposite problem Jalen Brunson has. It's like he's letting that bitch fly when there's better options every single time. Mm-hmm. Every single time.
1: Yep, And that's another, yeah, that's another thing too. They just don't like when Tatum, like Tatum's great, but if you're doubling Tatum, it's not, um, it's not going to be the same if you're doubling Luca, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like they're just two different players. And I mean, I, I guess it's unf- a bit unfair. I don't want to say it's fully unfair, but it's just slightly unfair that um, like Tatum has this onus to, you know, be so great out of double teams because, you know, he's not really a point guard, you know, so playmaking shouldn't be his... um, his, should be his best, you know, um quality. However, the fact that he is um the best player on his team and the fact that he is essentially kind of the primary, like, ball handler in a good chunk of stretches should make him be able to handle double teams more. Does that make sense? So, like, yeah. I get that he's not a point guard so he shouldn't be as good as luca doing it but you know as a wing you do need to play make and two if you're going to come in that much attention you need to be able to do it well and efficiently and as we saw um first half it was pretty much single coverage he was doing his thing and second half they cut that shit out. <laughs> they said, listen, we are going to double Tatum, and he could not handle it. What do you have, four points? He had, like, four points in the whole second half. Like, that is, is unacceptable, um, and I'm not going to get on Tatum, too. That's the thing. I really like Tatum. Like, I just talk shit because Celtics fans talk shit, and it's fun, but I, I am a big – I'm a huge Tatum fan. I'm not one of those who think there's, like, some – like the Gulf of Mexico between Luca and Tatum, I, I don't believe that. Um, I think it's actually pretty closer than what Mavs, like Mass fans probably think, but um, that's a different story. But um, so, hey, yeah, hey he, we
0: gonna get into that later on. Yeah, actually.
1: yeah, we gonna get into that. But he has to be better. And um, I mean, Jalen Brown, he was all cool. You know, he had cool dunks and all that dapping up people. But where was he as well? You know what I mean? He like to me the Jays they can play together, but. <laughs> they they leave a lot that's left to be desired if if that makes sense so I just think um if I was in the east and this is why I harp on these regular season matchups especially against the Mavs like we're not seeing each other in the playoffs like I've I have Celtics fans right now in my mentions talking about some playoffs. This playoff, like we're on opposite conferences, bro. <laughs> we are probably not seeing each other. So
0: you talking to me about the playoffs, that doesn't matter. Like and I and, and I don't I don't give two shits about some playoff wins from four years ago when Luca wasn't in the NBA or his rookie year kiss my ass yeah exactly no one cares
1: but whatever so i can i'm talking about head-to-head matchups you could have 2017 playoffs you can you can have that but um regardless um i do think that if i was in these i would not want to see boston in the playoff series they're very um feisty and they're uh like they're right now, I believe they might be in the five or six spot. Um, I don't know, the east changes so quickly and with the loss. I don't know if that drops them to six, but they weren't there were five last time I checked. And listen, if they have to go out in the first round, listen, they're gonna be probably the toughest out, in my opinion, in the first round. Um, and if they do advance, they're upsetting one of those um top powerhouses. They're upsetting somebody. Um, so I is is just I think in a playoff setting they'd be much better. Um, the only thing you'd have to think about is if um their offense can kind of get it together so that their half court offense doesn't look so bad um at times. Um, but they have the defense. They have the they have playoff ready defense and they have two stars. They do have two stars who can get it going. So I would not want to see Boston um in a playoff series if I was in the East.
0: And the thing is, as a Mavs fan, you can watch them today and be like, oh, man, you know, they didn't look good. And Jalen Brown, or Jason Tatum disappeared in the second quarter, and Jalen Brown kind of did too, if we're keeping it tall. But we good at defense too. I don't – who they playing who plays defense as good as us in the, exactly. second, half, in, in the second half in the uh, in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Like, I, I, I don't know, because as much as I like Philly – them boys not playing defense like that. Like James Harden not stepping up to the challenge. He just ain't. And quietest cup. Al Horford has kind of always been. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ! I am not this hungover. Why can't Joe Joanne <laughs> be Kryptonite? He's always guarding him well. Uh, yeah. So I think that's going to be problematic for them. And then with KD and them, like, the boys is fighting for their life against the Knicks today. I know Kyrie didn't play, and I know they packed up. They beat the Brakes off Philly. Until those vaccine mandates get lifted, like, I don't I'm, – I'm out on them. I'm out on them because they basically got to play Dragic in place of Kyrie. And are we sure – he's cooked, man. He, he's, well, let me be clear. He's not cooked. He's like a 10th man off the bench, ninth man off the bench for a good team. And They having to play him starter minutes right now. And they having to also, uh, you know, once Ben Simmons get back, then maybe they're not playing James Johnson. But I just think if you put a gun in my head right now, I still got Milwaukee getting out. I know they just got blew out by Golden State, but there's no Golden State in the East. I still lean Milwaukee. And I probably got Boston number two. I, um, I do. I do. Because I, I just don't trust them. I don't trust. I, What'd you say?
1: Spicy. I said spicy.
0: I don't think it's spicy because I do think Brooklyn, and it, it depends on what's going on with this vaccine mandate. Um, I know we both have strong feelings about it. And I'm not, did nobody come here for that? Um, I think, I have strong opinions on what Kyrie should really do, and I have stronger feelings about Kyrie being perceived as some goddamn martyr or fighting the power. Oof. But at the same time, I also have strong feelings like, hey, man, so he just can sit here in the crowd with no mask, and this is just the wave? Like, don't... I don't know. I don't want to get into it. It's a lot of it evokes strong emotions. I think you feel the same way, and no one came here for that. But I don't know, man. I I, I just the East is so up in the air. I don't think anything is spicy.
1: That's <laughs> care I just said you know spicy because you know Boston isn't you know necessarily being mentioned with some of these top guys. No, I feel you. But I I I don't think yeah what you're saying is. Far fetched, honestly. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. Mean, and, and if someone comes and my mentions and be like, oh, you said that they'd get packed up in the first one. I'm not gonna be shocked. There's nothing that can take place in the East that will blow me away except for your boys uh making a run. That would kind of shock me. And it's just because they hurt. We I don't you know, we're gonna try to keep this pod short, so I don't wanna touch on the calves, but Unless you want to. I feel like this is a calf's pot as well at times. But they just they just too hurt, man. They they the frog on Levert hurt, Darius Garland back here and there. I, I just don't think they got enough with all that. But that's the only thing that would shock me in the East. Um is there a team you want to touch on, ma'am? Um,
1: yeah, I wanted to talk a bit about it's a bit about the Warriors and the Lakers. Um, I'll start with the Warriors because they have their reinforcements coming back. I think Draymond should be playing um, tomorrow, which is Monday. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so he's back. Um, so they should – We granted, he's coming back off, you know, nerve stuff in his back, so we'll see how he looks. But that should be a relief for Golden State, who have been pretty much free-falling for the last couple of weeks. They did get a, um, a win – Against, I don't even remember who they just beat Who did they just beat? Um, Was it the Col- No, not the Clippers Was it the Clippers? I'm sorry win. Uh, Golden State just got a good win I am blanking on who no, they, no, beat.
0: they beat the Briggs off Milwaukee
1: Oh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Yes, yeah. it was Milwaukee Just beat beat the shit out of Milwaukee um, So that's that You saw them having signs of life But before then, you know, they're losing to the Lakers They lost to us twice granted we're a good team but still like i know I we would have yeah. gotten at least one of those games yeah, um, like
0: a, a decent team isn't supposed to beat another decent team like twice a week Real exactly, tall, that's just exactly. not supposed to happen
1: exactly which is why i was so shocked
0: but um yeah
1: and they were just losing a lot of games um and there's there a lot of talk about um you know every time they lose these games especially without uh, draymond it's always oh who's you know the warriors most important players and you know warriors fans get upset because they still believe in steph and um all that and I get all that but um still they're interesting because um they had like a internal I guess struggle with, like pool well, um,
0: oh that's sure. like, you, you got caught in the matrix a little bit I'm going will edit it out oh man. oh
1: shit okay my bad no we good
0: all right,
1: we back. We back. We good. We're not. We're back. All right. Saying, um, yeah, Jordan Poole, he got into a little bit of a, um, like I guess disagreement with the coaching staff mm. because um, he didn't like his role, I guess, and it was weird, you know, with Clay coming back and you know he's playing off the bench and there's just this internal stuff, and I I think they something was said in 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 the media and then after that it was like he's been hooping like like 25 points per game on like 60 60 like 90s plays like something ridiculous um he's been hooping so if you can get keep getting that production from him and then clay had his 36 point explosion so if clay's coming back because clay he, he had good games in spurts, but overall, like, he's just been a shot chucker, <laughs> like, just chucking them up, and, you know, more often than not, it led to bad games, but now, if he can keep chucking, but actually making more than he misses, and with Draymond coming back, and Steph can be able to, um, you know, do his off-ball relocation, all that shit... The Warriors—they could be really, um, um—they could be right back at it, and we would need to really avoid the sixth seed. I saw some Mavs fans, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, I don't mind a Warriors matchup because we beat them three times this year." I was like, "Please relax. (laughs) Like, I understand we beat them, but like, if they're healthy going into the postseason, I promise none of you guys want that. I promise you." So, um, yeah, I think, um, right now, I don't want to say they're being slept on. Um, because I don't think so, but um, if Draymond comes and comes back looking good, I think, you know, it's going to go right back to the, you know, Golden State versus Phoenix. One had been, you know, anticipating this whole season. Um, but that's the Warriors, but the Lakers, um, I'm not going to talk too long about them because they suck. <laughs> they suck. Everyone knows they suck. Um, and it's funny because I make jokes about them, and they just keep they just keep getting lower every time i think they can't so last week um you know how most of the social media like accounts for all teams they you know post about the week their teams you know upcoming week you know a lot of fans are either making predictions or whatever so this upcoming week they had the rockets the spurs the wizards and phoenix which is today I said, everyone in the quotes were like, Lakers fans were saying like 3-1, you know, 3-1, even realistic people were saying, yeah, 2-2, and I said (laughs) 1-3, I was like, they're going 1-3, because I just, you know, it was partly a joke, I was like, they could really go 1-3 so far they are one and two (laughs) they have to beat the Phoenix Suns they lost to the Spurs they lost to the Rockets and they needed Ron to like fucking turn back the clock to score like 50 or 56 or some shit like that or 54 to beat the Wizards (laughs) and I like like I said I said one to one and three they would go one and three but I just am still so shocked that they're this bad (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, it's, it's ad back soon and we have to see but like ad is gonna have like what five games five six games to ramp up um to, for the postseason or for playing game like you're nah, you know what i'm saying like i don't know man especially if um you know cj and ingram even Zion shit because Zion is probably going to be in the same boat as AD but like if, if he comes back but if they're all available for the playing game I am so sorry I'm taking the Pelicans <laughs> like yeah. I don't bet against Braun I do not and I tried not to this season I was trying to give Bron the benefit of the doubt but at this point I think it's safe to say that like Braun he can't do the dragging alone like he needed 56 to beat the Wizards the Wizards like, and they needed all those points. It was the same thing with the um, they beat someone else. He when he scored another fifty, was it against the Warriors? I think they needed all those fifty points. Yeah, it was the Warriors. Yeah, they needed all those fifty points to beat them. All those fifty points, and to me, like, Bron's thirty-seven. Or yeah, he's thirty-seven at this point. He can't like, I I just don't think he can do it himself anymore. And in the past, I always thought he could, but now I'm like, yeah, nah, he can't. So I'm just really shocked at um that they're just this bad like the ninth seed. Like we're about to go into playing tournament, and they're the ninth seed. That is insane. That is actually insane. So um, just no more words for them. Um I from what I'm enjoying, um their demise, uh, you know, I'm a bronze stand. But I at this point I only care for I think his championship window is damn near closed, so I've given up the number five. But right now we focus focusing on Kareem, and he's well on his way with them fifty pieces. So we are we are good. I am all good with that.
0: Yeah, I I'm conflicted. So well, oh, I'm tripping with my phone. Um, I hate the Lakers. Like the point to where, when it comes to my Laker hate, my favorite teams in sports are the Dallas Mavericks. That's my favorite team and my favorite sport. And then I love the Detroit Lions. That's number two, and then it's I whoever played the Lakers after that. Like that's how my shit rank, and then it's the other teams I like and other players I like. Like I'm a Laker hater, but at the same time, and I was a real big LeBron stand and. Tell he went to Miami when he went to play with the guy we don't talk about yeah like when he made that decision I had to pack him up I had to hate him but then he went back to Cleveland and it's like okay I get to love LeBron again and when he went to the Lakers I kind of was ambivalent about it because the Lakers stunk so bad and they stunk when he heard that first year he was there and then they won a championship and Laker fans got spicy again and this year i'm just kind of like he's so good and because it's weird because there's a section of laker fans that are kobe stands that while they root for the lakers they don't want lebron to prosper Mm -hmm. and i want those people to feel bad does that make sense and they don't they don't with them being so bad, like, they don't feel bad. And they point out, like, see, Kobe wouldn't do this and that. And it's like, ah, oh. so, I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm to the point where, as just a fan of the game of basketball, I like watching Bron Cook. I don't feel emotions when they lose anymore because they lose. Like you said, they've lost so much. It's like, hey, man, these, these, these dudes stink. Like, they stink. I, I don't... Bron out here doing this amazing shit at damn near my washed-ass age. It, it's just – and they stink. And it's just so – it's kind of like, damn, he's 37 doing all this shit. They still are so bad. And he ain't playing defense no more? Not really? Like, oh, he no, can't. I, I don't
1: <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. And to
0: be, But let's, be, let's keep it real, bro. It's absurd to – he's leading the league and scoring. To ask a dude that's 37 – To lead the league in scoring and play good defense, it's like no one's done that shit. No one's done it ever in the history of basketball. No one's been as good as he has at this age. You can come up with narratives and legacies all you want to till we blew in the face. Like anybody did no shit like this at at 37 in the league. So I don't know, man. I'm just here for the drama and entertainment. Uh, I like Lakers fans being humble, but then the Kobe stands – Getting pleasure from this kind of bothers me, but I don't I just don't care anymore. I got I'm on this fuck the Hawks, fuck the Knicks agenda for the rest of this season. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like they actually have passed the Lakers for me. Um as far as what I'm rooting for right now at this moment. Uh yeah, I, did you want to touch on any other teams before we get to the Miles? We we are 35 minutes in right now. Uh no, sir okay let's get to the math so we last recorded the day after we got popped by i'm not gonna call them you know i i, I, Mormon,
1: feel, I will say it, the mormons
0: yeah the mormons we got packed up by the mormons sj do you know what our record is since we last recorded
1: um something in one (laughs) you got it we are seven and one one. we have
0: lost one single game against your kind of sort of hometown team what the fuck them dudes was on that game because that was a true pack up Yeah, it's
1: a bad matchup it's a bad matchup i just fucked it up to it it's just the things they do well are the things we're struggling with now like i always said anytime we play an above the rim kind of big we get destroyed, and just the way how they play kind of physical in the paint, we're not as physical in the paint, so it's just a bad matchup. I've just accepted it.
0: Yeah, but I'm not gonna go recap the last two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We beat Golden State twice. Uh, two great wins, great comeback, then we kind of just beat the shit out of them for the whole game. The other one, just we just beat them. Like They made a little run, but we, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we kind of packed them up from start to finish. Um, had a big comeback against, well, I won't say a comeback. Had a, was beating the brakes off the Lakers, then let them come back. And then we finished them off. Um, Lucas sat and Jalen and Spencer, really Spencer, packed mm-hmm. up the Kings beautifully. We got a revenge against the Mormons. We low key beat the shit out of them. They kind of made a little run too, but we beat the shit out of them just to keep it real. The game against your, your bum-ass Knicks, they just beat the shit out of us. Yeah. Beat, beat the shit out of the Rockets. Had a really close game with the Celtics that, frankly, they should have won, but they didn't because Luca is him, and Spencer and Dorian Finney-Smith do not fold. Mm-hmm. And that's not something we used to, having more than – because y'all know if you listen to this pod – The reason why we stand for Dorian even as a role player is because with the money on the line, he may not make every shot, but he don't fold. He don't Mm -hmm. get scared. Mm -hmm. And there's a player that I love that y'all know is near and dear to my heart. And we're gonna touch on it here in a second that there's enough data here. The season is long and there's enough situations to where you're like, hey man, he fold. He's been folding. he folds um so how do you feel about the last two games i know you were once again chasing the bag and chasing some other things so i for the first time since me we and you've been friends i don't think you were able to watch all the games in real time but i know you you are dedicated to this team you dedicated to this craft you've watched them how are you feeling about these boys right now
1: yeah so i yeah i All of, all of, was it last week? So all of last week, the only game I got to watch or part of a game that I got to watch live, I watched the first half of the Lakers game um, and then that was pretty much it (laughs) that I could see like live in real time Um, and I like, I had a good time going back and watching the games because these were games that we won, (laughs) Um, so we didn't like lose any of the games that, um, I missed, which is oh, it's always great to, um, rewatch games that you win, especially when you see, um, like I, I have been, I didn't watch all of them through the timeline, but some of them, like the, the Kings game, I remember, um, I, I was out and I had checked the score and we were like down a million points. Like, I think the score when I checked, it was like, maybe like, maybe like, I want to say 43 to like 64 or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, um, you know luca's not playing i knew luca was out so i was like okay luca's not playing and they suck so i was like all right that's fine you know fake game you <laughs> know i was doing all that and then i got the because i have the um athletics so i get the notifications um and i subscribe to like the maps. so anytime they win i get like the little notification that's not a notification it was like oh mavs win i was like there is no way <laughs> i was like they won that game and then i went on twitter and I so I was like, oh, yeah, Spencer Dingwoody, 36. I was like, 36? Like, what's going on? Um, so that was, like, a great feeling. And then watching it back, you know, seeing how he got the 36 and, you know, Brunson stepping up and um, Finney Smith stepping up. And that was just a good team win and a win that the team needed, especially without Luca. And um, I just thought the games last week were just wonderfully played. Apart from the fact, and this is something that um, I've – Try to address a little bit on the timeline, um, but the Mavs and leads. <laughs> it's so funny because we are the comeback kids today again. We, you know, we're down at halftime. We're down nine. Came back, won the game by three, um, and even the third quarter, we beat the brakes off of them and we were up by three in the third quarter. But um, we're an elite team at coming back. Like it doesn't matter who we're facing. Could be the best team in the league. We always have a chance to come back. However. Holding on to leads is just a problem. You even saw it in the Rockets game. We were up like a, a million points.
0: 28 and they cut us a third
1: And they cut us a third. Granted, it was a lot of the end of bench bums that couldn't do anything. And I get that. But still, like, even then, you still have to keep a lead. Like, you can get that dire where Luca had to come back in. And um, even when Luca's like, in, we lose leads a lot. And that's that could be... Um, myriad of reasons for that but the fact that they stop playing as hard and that could start with luca too um you know i always you know we always say team goes as luca goes so if he's gonna take his foot off the gas the rest of the team is gonna do the same and you can see it like teams we are just
0: you have so you
1: take your foot off the gas what
0: Oh, I'm sorry, you win the matrix for just a couple seconds. It's all good though.
1: Uh, yeah, but um, I'm just saying when you when you take your feet off the gas, like it invites teams to come back, play the transition game and all that. And if you're not great at that, you're going to lose a lot of leads. However, granted, it's not like we're losing these leads and losing the game because right. that would be a huge problem, but we still always win. But still, it's nice to know if we're up fucking twenty five, that that lead is gonna stay in that range and won't go down to like eight (laughs) or like five and we saw a lot like Utah made a run they came back um but we still won um Golden State made that huge run the Lakers made that huge run um like I said the Rockets made their run granted like I said we're winning these games however um for the playoffs I don't know how many games you're gonna win if you keep um losing these leads and especially if you keep falling behind to get back into a game. So yeah. I I hope they can um maybe like figure that out a bit. Granted, like I said, we're like you said we're seven and one um since you know that loss to Utah. And overall we're um what are we like eight and eight and two? Since Am I tr- doing that math right? Or seven and two
0: since the trade
1: yeah, or since the all-star break.
0: I, I don't know it's about the same say
1: but... i think around seven and two maybe i think seven and two. two so we're seven and two since the all-star break and like i can't complain too much you know i'm not going to be too nitpicky but it's something that needs to be addressed not falling behind so much to having to claw back in it and not giving up leads they de- des- desperately needs to be addressed and with that being said um Luca's on a heater. He and honestly, this game, I was getting pissed off with him. Great, he was hurt, but he was just like, you can tell, like either he was trying not to aggravate his injury or whatever it was, or he was just like like Luca has this tendency sometimes where you think he's I don't want to say the word giving up. I really don't want to use this word, but you think he's like, you know, getting kind of pouty and getting um a bit upset but then he you know turns it right back on and it, it's all good. And he did that in this game. I feel like um he was getting a bit um especially when he came back in. You could tell he was not 100% and I wanted them to just take him out because I'm like he's not 100%. He's not playing as hard. You know, his defense um in the first half I don't think was all that great. Like he got a good you know, good amount of steals, but he was moving very lazy and on offense um it was just accepting the double team passing and that was it (laughs) like accepting the double team hitting that bounce past Powell and he was a
0: bit pissed especially more
1: you feel like you can't do anything please sit down and just let the rest of them figure it out but like I said he you know in the third turned it up and I missed a little bit of a third but I went back to um I saw it afterwards um caught some clips afterwards but um he like when he's like locked in and doing like pretty much everything for the team we're just hard to beat and in moments like the fourth um you know Luca can do pretty much everything for the team but now he has more help like he has a release valve in the fourth and that's Dinwiddie and um the fact that Dinwiddie was a fucking brick <laughs> in that first half. Oh my and gosh! I was saying, I was saying to star Josh Green, not even an, as an indictment on Din- Dinwiddie because I he was due for a stinker. I wasn't even hey, mad when he was no, missing.
0: Wait, 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 wait! You really you said that before the game started?
1: Um, no. When he missed, he missed like his first like two shots. I was like, okay, this is gonna be the game where he uh, you know, might stink it up.
0: Well, no, and, I actually, all jokes aside, I felt that way, like. Because Luca is so dominant with the ball in the first quarter, I'm like dog. Like, because Spencer kind of he's been stinking it up in the first quarter. He just don't shoot or he just don't play well. And even Jalen did. I'm just like, man, just put somebody that don't need the ball and just let Luca do his thing.
1: Yeah, so
0: that was. I, I'm. It's interesting you said that. I was dead-ass yeah, so serious. That's
1: my thinking. No, I, I was so serious with you, too. That's my thing. That's why I – and I'm still not really – apart from, like, closing lineups, because I think it works really well in closing lineups. Mm. Other than that, I'm not a huge fan of the three-guard lineup Um, mm. the same reasons as you, just because I, I just think – um. Like Spencer is, you know, better with the ball in his hands. And as an off-ball player, like he's cool. Like he hit a catch and shoot three, you know, to basically win the game and all of that. But it's not his strength. So I I so which is why I was saying star Josh Green, not an indictment on Spencer, just because I thought he could have probably gotten his rhythm better. Um if he was coming off the bench as the kind of primary ball handler. And um, I mean, like I said, it it was in, inconsequential this game because we won the game, but um he had a three guard lineups um to start the game. Like you said, yeah, Luca's pretty much doing everything, getting his rhythm in the first. Um, so Spencer kind of just is kind of there, you know, in the first. But like I said, he is a clutch player. He lives for these big moments. And when and the person you were talking about earlier, Brunson, I mean, we defended Brunson a lot on this pod. And the whole thing about length and all that, like I saw it today, like um oh yeah Brunson can't do anything about length. Length was not the problem today. It's, not, <laughs> it's not length. Like I feel like now, um I feel like the fan base caught wind of it. People said it, and now they're just kind of just repeating it, repeating it, even when it doesn't apply. No, um,
0: it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't apply at all. It, it's, I don't
1: think it's, it applied here. Yeah, it's. But,
0: something so much worse actually
1: <laughs> yeah but like it's like what you were saying um he's not great in the clutch and Brunson not even just a clutch but Brunson sometimes like it's a game like this um he makes mistakes sometimes at the worst moments and it's mm-hmm. funny because he's not a kind of a mistake prone player brunson doesn't make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. um but when he does it's like always at the worst like possible moment you could think of and it's like you want him to and I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's a little bit mental but like sometimes you just want him to like take over and you want him to kind of assert himself and he just doesn't do that and it's and it's a bit disappointing because you see Spencer like Spencer is the new guy on the team and you know he's a little passive at first but I've seen Spencer like impose his will like on the game and even if he misses like like he was doing in the first First half, like when he was, you know, forcing things, trying yeah, to get the line was, all he that.
0: Was, he was one for eight in the he first
1: half. Like, you, eight you, can't, though, and, you know? and,
0: and you could kind of argue that the only reason we were down is because he was a brick.
1: Yeah, and he was getting fouled too. They weren't like always calling it all mm. that, but like he didn't stop. So sometimes you just want Brunson to like impose his will sometimes. And I don't know if it's just like just his play style like Spencer's like a six-five, like long wind span, kind of physical guy. So he is gonna embrace the contact and all that. Brunson, his game is more um finesse, kind of more savvy. So he's operating in the mid-range and all that. But like you just wish he could impose his will a bit more on games, especially if um you know Luca is getting trapped or he doesn't really have it, or you know, other dudes don't have it. You would hope Brunson can impose his will, and I just haven't seen that, and um or seen it a lot, Um, and I mean, with this being, I feel like Brunson, it's it's unfair with him, because he's getting judged so heavily on a game-to-game basis, so it's like, he has a bad game, and it's like, he doesn't deserve 20 mil, he does not deserve 20 mil, like, he should not see close to that, and he has a great game, and it's like, oh yeah, he's definitely getting his 20 mil, or he might get more than 20 mil, and he might get, like, it's just, like, game-to-game basis is just so, um, extreme and I'm like he's not getting judged like that like as fans we might be judging him like that but in the grand scheme he's not going to get judged like that like at the end of the day in those talks those negotiations they're not going to bring bring up his game by game film and said hey on in Boston on the March what 13th like right. <laughs> you got this therefore we're not good that's not how it's gonna work so I feel like um as fans of obviously we could think like this but if we're seriously trying to um make a prediction as to how negotiations are going to go and all that that's not how it's going to go so I just feel like um I I just feel like the conversation on Brunson is just so volatile right now because of his um impending free agent status and all that but I mean I just like I said um I've been trying to cut people's slack with the bad games and I have had been doing that with Brunson but um he he needs to pick it up back again um it was he has been consistent all year um since the all-star break he's it's been iffy and i know things are um and i try like i said i try to cut slack especially when you bring in um another ball handler you have to give other ball handlers on a team you know more slack especially if their roles change before it was just brunson luca brunson luca knew everything now you have dinwiddie in there dinwiddie is now taking down luca shots who shots are Dewitty taking? Right. Brunson's, not Lucas. So that's why I've been trying to cut him a bit of slack there because Brunson, you could take away his shots and he's still gonna produce. He's a very efficient player. Mm. But um and his three ball, I mean his he shot it poorly in this game, but it had been on the past couple weeks, which is why I he can not shoot,
0: uh, he's shooting forty six percent from three since Spencer Demwitty.
1: Exactly, which and, and is uh, why I can't which is so
0: don't feel that way at all
1: at all but that's why i have to i can cut him some slack with the bricks from three because 46 percent brunson ain't never been no damn 46 percent you know three point so he's gonna be due for a regression game however not just the three you, you have to impose your will in other ways like he just had such horrible turnovers like just really bad turnovers um and it's like sometimes when he gets the ball he doesn't know what to do with it and to me, as a ball handler, especially a ball handler playing with Luca, you can't be like that. That's why Devon Wright didn't work out here. He was a ball handler that didn't know what to do when he got the ball. <laughs> so Josh Richardson a bit, too. So, like, you have to always be sure with the ball. Even if you're going to make bad decisions with it, you at least need to know what you're going to do. It's like then when he took a horrible, horrible shot to end the um like before he got the ball back for the buzzer beater
0: when Jalen was wide open in the corner
1: and he took the, the the long two some weird ass long two after pounding the ball that was a horrible shot but yeah, he made up his mind that hey i'm gonna take this long two <laughs> like he had made up his mind off rip so that's just what i mean brunson we're gonna get he's i am not i would not say i'm not too worried about it because you know we're coming up onto the playoffs and if a player was cold right before the playoff starts that's a bit of a you know that's that should be a worry however I think he will be um very serviceable again and I don't think um we need to be using like just these games as a reason to just wash your hands of him because you we still Brunson is still a player that you need like he's even though we you know we beat Utah without him and people are looking to that as um you know hey we can survive without him kind of thing I just think that's very short-sighted and um I think honestly I think we're gonna get Brunson back here on a very reasonable deal that might even look like a steal you know if if um if you know he takes another leap next year which could be very possible so um yeah I just think um like I said I get the concern with Brunson but I think um it's just the opinions right now are just way too volatile way too volatile i
0: think i totally agree with you as far as opinions being volatile if i'm being honest you know we both like Brunson a lot but shit you search my tweets it, it's so funny i literally have a tweet saying he should have if that the deal that dorian got um was offered to him he should have took it because he may not get that i think i tweeted that out in december and dude literally turned into fred van fleet for like three months after that and i'm like oh well, shit i need to chill out yeah. but on the other hand to me the discussion is bad because there's people i know don't pay attention to like cap space and like comparative value because uh, people are so hung up on that $20 million number, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Like if Bronson signed a $19 million deal, how mo- different is that really than $20 million but that 20 just turns, it, it just scares people, and the salary cap is going up, man. It's going to be higher than it ever was this offseason, um, and it's going to continue to go up even faster than it has the last three years so my whole thing is 17 to 20 is all the same fucking money you know what i'm saying like that that's such there's no team building asset that you're losing with brunson on a 20 million versus 17 million dollar deal so i'm not losing any sleep it's either you want them or you don't but my whole thing is and i'll still stand on it Jalen brunson this is fourth year in the league he does have flaws but he's got better every single year that's not my opinion that's objective that's measurable Right. Um, Some of the narratives around his play, I just they just don't stand up to the eye test. I think people once people like the whole Jalen struggles with length and against top teams like the team, I think he averages the most points against or second most points is Miami. Where is the short niggas on in Miami's rotation? Like there are none. But at the same time, the games he did bad against. Like, dog, I, I he when he folds, he's not folding up against length. He's folding up against Steph Curry. He couldn't give Steph Curry buckets. Uh, the game where Luka and Spencer was hunting Steph, they started that with Jalen, and he couldn't get a bucket.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, Steph Curry ain't no great defender. Like, that's the guy you're targeting. He couldn't get a bucket. If you remember the Phoenix games, he was fucking giving uh, Miles, Mikael Bridges, Mikael Bridges buckets. But when the shit got thick, he was a brick. And it's like I'm. It it made me realize it again that Golden State game. Like all this shit about length is bullshit. He just folds. He's folding. That's not length. That's not good teams. That's not good defense. He's just folding over and over again when the games get tight. And because we're a good team, we notice it more against the other good teams. But low-key, he just be doing that shit, period. And that's That concerns me short-term, but long-term. This is his fourth year in the league. You got to give him a chance to get better every year because he's already better. He's shown you he's got better every year. And I, this is where, when you look at how much money he's going to make, like, I'll say this to anyone that listens to this, go look at the dudes who make $20 million next year. Um, <laughs> if you look at the dudes that are in that 20 and not even this year but you i don't think it's fair to compare it to dudes this year when next year there's going to be a higher salary cap more dudes going to make more money when you look at the dudes to make in between that 20 to 17 million dollar range jalen brunson is better than damn near all of them um you know as fraudulent as I think Demontis Sabonis is, he makes twenty. I think he's comparable to Karis Lavert. I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, he's comparable to Karis Lavert uh, in those dudes.
1: I think he might get a honestly. I think he might get a Karis LeVert type deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, and I, I, right. and I do too.
1: I I think he's because if you because that's what people don't understand about the. Sorry to cut you off, but that's what people don't understand about like the like the free agent market, like that's kind of how it goes. Like you're looking, you're looked at as a mold of player. And it's kind of like, okay, what did this mold of player get? That's your market. Like, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um. So I think he's in that Karis Levert kind of mold. And he, as a result, he might get a Karis Levert type of deal.
0: Exactly. And the other thing, and I'll, I'll be candid. I didn't realize this until I started doing the, started looking into it to see how this would actually work. You're not signing and trading Jalen Brunson uh, because of base year compensation. He like, there's no team that doesn't have cap space that's gonna give you anything for him. So you, like, I would rather pay Jalen Brunson long-term and trade his ass a couple months later than trade Jalen Brunson for two first second round draft picks because that's what you're going to be looking at you know what i'm saying like the exactly. only team that wants him that need a sign and trade to get him is the knicks and i don't want nerlings noel on two second round picks for jalen brunson mitchell robinson that whole mitchell robinson double side that that's not a thing that's, that's a, not gonna happen yeah well no it's it's uh it literally doesn't work there's a specific rule in the cba to not let you do a double signing trade for two players that make roughly the same money so Uh, that's not a thing either like this is not so you pretty much you get to looking around and you know the pistons the spurs all the teams that might be interested i i hate killian hayes but dude he's been playing well lately and that doesn't even include what the hell they do, what, what those teams do with their draft pick. So I think he's going to be back in Dallas either way. And I, I keep, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'll probably troll people when it happens because I think Luca rides with him. Uh, you heard Luca say he hopes to play with Dorian the rest of his career. I know people have been worried about Luca being the GM and starting to realize he, probably his that process started a while ago and we just now he's just he's just being honest with it because he's just speaking on it publicly and I, I think Jalen's gonna be here short term in the summer either way now is he gonna be here in February of next year we'll see
1: that yeah that's day. the thing like people think like if you sign him that's it
0: like
1: that's it it. i'm like do you realize that he's a better trade asset on a bigger contract than what he is now as a pending on you know unrestricted free agent making less than two million dollars like i just don't i i just don't understand well
0: people people don't dig into the salary cap like that
1: and I get that. Like, and
0: I, and I, I, to be honest, like, I on, thought man. I thought I knew what I was talking about. Till I looked at like what base your conversation was, and it made me realize, yeah, bro, he ain't going nowhere. If he was, if those dreams of working out to sign a sign and trade for him and getting something good back, it kind of it, it's just like yeah, that shit's not really gonna be a thing. He's gonna be here open at night, one way or another. Now will he be here after that? I think that's up to debate. I think that's up to debate because um, the, the thing is like we can say he folds in the clutch and that's true, but we also get blown the fuck out today if he wasn't keeping us in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you can't have it both ways. Um, I also go back to, there's been multiple games where he kept us in the fucking game. He was the only one that could throw it in the ocean. We lose that Lakers game. If it wasn't for him, they took the lead. They was up seven. Jalen scored oh, yeah. like yep. Jalen scored nine points in the fourth quarter and then had an assist. And it was nine straight. It was all him, straight buckets. Um, and, and it's like if he wasn't in there to keep the shit steady till Luca came in and started hunting Brown, we lose that game. Spencer was a brick that game. And I love Spencer, so I don't like pitting those two against each other. Like to be honest, Spencer, Jalen, and Dorian are my favorite players on the team. I don't count Luca because he's Luca, but yeah. so, and I feel like so much of this conversation has been one or the other. When Spencer be fucking up, no one like says anything. <laughs> like it's kind of funny because he's the new toy. You yeah, know, and fun. I, yeah, and I love Spencer, but you know, he ain't been perfect these games. And
1: no, I'm I, saying I, we need all three. It's like what you're yeah. saying. We need all three. Like to me, all three has either won us games or kept us in games you know stuff like that all like all three ball handlers i'm referring yeah. to they have you know kept us in games or all that so to, that's why i'm like to try to push one out the door you know if the other is playing well i don't get that yeah. they've all been helping and, you know, and when, more than others, but you know
0: and, and when people say oh well you could go get somebody else to do Jalen," i you can't I, not I that's kinda, that's not that sounds great well fuck it go get a second star it's like that Jalen Brunson position of a dude that got a little dribble, uh, can has a dribble package and can make catch and shoot shots. That's not a, that's not easy to find. And you're
1: they're locked up, those guys are locked up. I'm, thinking yeah, like guys that, guys. That, that's is he's about to, Memphis about to lock him up. Yeah. I think Monte Morris, Denver got him locked up. Yeah. Those are the you know, Aaron Holiday about to look like he about to get paid for, or I think he did already get paid um you know phoenix got a good one so like those are those type of dudes and to me brunson is better than um most of those dudes that I just named yeah. anything anyway. so uh, it's like um they're really not there's really not a, a, like a brunson replacement that's who's doing like pretty much most of what he's doing or even better yeah so I think people <laughs> just don't understand what they're wishing for
0: yeah and to me the only thing that's like a brunson replacement and this is where if you want your your, your Brunson replacement is him on a long term contract with a bunch of first round draft picks for a star. That's your bunch that's your Brunson replacement. That's actually what I think. Yeah. It's going, that's actually where I think this is headed. Um as much as I love Spencer, I mean, I don't know, I say this shit. It's been ten games and it keeps going, but Spencer's kind of laid some eggs and ain't did shit for like large parts of the game and it ain't really came to bite us yet and eventually that shit's gonna be like a bad thing Um, like Spencer flat out eight has been doing cardio in probably three or four of the last six games we've played in the first quarter and I know that's Luca time but at some point, man, you got to do something. And then today, like, oh, he, I don't remember when Jalen or Luca just was like one for eight and everything was okay. The only reason why that was okay is because we had Jalen and Luca to kind of study the ship. And honestly, Luca was a brick too. It was really yes. Jalen that kept us in the game today. Yes. And, yes. 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 and that's why it's like, man, we got to keep three. And I just don't see a realistic path to getting somebody better than Jalen Bronson. With any trade assets, because I do think like uh, I've heard people say they think this team is going to be a lot different next year. I actually don't. I think they're going to turn Maxie and or Dwight and our draft pick into a competent big. And I think they running this bitch back with these dudes. And then depending on how that is looking, that's what the big trade happens in season or next offseason. I think we I don't I don't think unless we just flame out the first round, which is possible. I I don't see them doing any real, real massive shakeup. That's just my opinion, huh? But
1: yeah, it's it's hard to gauge because like I didn't think they would trade KP in season this year and they did it. So like I can't it's just hard to um gauge, especially with this new front office, what they might do. But like you said, yeah, I think it just depends on how the how the playoffs go, honestly. Um, but uh, I mean, like like I said, I mean, there's not much to complain about with this team right now, given the fact that we have won 13 out of the last 16 games. That's this is a lot of winning. That's a yeah, lot of winning.
0: yeah, yeah. And, and it's they legit ain't ain't no exactly. really, ain't no really fluke shit. Ain't no oh god, like oh man, we locked teams up. Like exactly. people like oh we were down and then we came back. He's like yeah man, we put we put dudes in prison. Like, th- mm. we've been doing it for a while now. Like, we cut your fucking water off, and your water's cut the fuck off. Okay. And you can't... And then once the water is cut off, you can't fucking stop Luca. And now he got... Uh, <laughs> he got Jalen the first three quarters. And then you got Spencer, usually the second through fourth. It's like, man...
1: Yeah, hitting, hitting shots. Yeah, and you got...
0: Exactly. You got... Finney Dorian cashing the fuck out on the corners is like, man, I don't know what you're really supposed to do with us right now. Okay. I really don't. It's crazy. The worst thing we're arguing about is if Jalen's gonna make three more million dollars per year on a $128 million, uh, well, I'm sorry, $115 million salary cap. Like, that's literally less than 3% of the salary cap is the variance in his contract versus what he might get. Versus what he actually is worth. And it's like, if that's the big thing we're arguing about right now, we're well, in a real good place as a team, man. Yeah, I, I, SJ, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I've am i been saying I'm ready to lie to myself since we traded KP. And I've, I've watched KP. I've watched every game KP has played and watched him. Dog, he ain't that good, S.J. I'm just going to say it. He just ain't that bad, good. Bro. Is and, and it really, it's bringing me back to like, you kind of juice up your old players. Because even though I, I talk so much shit about tall man, you still appreciate, because he doesn't stink. He's not a bad yeah. player. But even healthy, he's just not that fucking good. He's not that good at basketball. He's a good player. But he's not. He, it's just watching all his flaws all around mediocre talent. It's like, yeah, man, this he's not that, bro. They it was the same shit. He's doing the same shit. He couldn't score over Terrence Man with the money on the line. Um, he he can't really pass when the double team comes that well. It's just like, bro, we are better, we are better fuck contracts and breaking up two small. No, man, we are better basketball team without him. And he wasn't protecting the room the other night
1: oh no he was horrible he wasn't he yeah it was so bad with him and a lot was being made of his post game comments and stuff talking about you know we need to make the extra pass and all like that's the thing with him like it's not just that he's not that guy he thinks he's that guy and he's going to let you know that he thinks he's that guy And if he's being put in situations where he probably won't be that guy, like, he'll let you know all that. And that's, like, the problem with him. Like, it's just no self-awareness. And, I mean, I get confidence. Like, you know, be confident. Like, you know, if you work hard on your craft, obviously you have to be confident in it. But, like, he just, like... He's just not aware that of what he can and can't do. So that, I'm happy, is, you know, away from us, that we have people that know what they can and can't do on this team. And it's working well. It's working well for us right yeah. now.
0: I'm so mad because, you know, I want the Hawks out of the play-in. I want them to be the 11th seed. I'm like... Oh, it's not
1: happening. <laughs> I know. but <wait,
0: laughs> I li- I got the line to myself. I'm like, man, yeah. you know, Spencer... Spencer, oh Spencer and Davis wasn't doing shit. And KP for all his flaws. is a decent NBA player. So you add him to the mix. they only one and a half games behind. And I, shit, you know, the Hawks lost to some bum-ass team. And then KP plays and was fucking horrible. He had one good game out of four. And now he's he ain't playing back-to-back. So I'm just like, man, dog, if you, if you, if Kristaps Przingis is, is, if you're rooting for a team he's on to win because of his contributions, it's just you're up shit's creek, man. And even if he's off my team and I'm happy, I wanted him to push an agenda. He can't even do that. But um, that's all I got, man. We are right at an hour. Um, Let me think. Is there any? It's been two weeks. It's been a lot. I don't know, man. We went in and shit. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm I happy. Yeah, yeah. I kind of don't want to end it on shit on KP because I just feel that's poor karma. But at the same time, it is what it is. I mean, oh, I, oh wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I do want to give my flowers to somebody. I mean, Josh Green can play. Josh Green can play. Josh Green can play, okay. Green can play in the playoffs. He's yes. not a star. Sure um let's end it right now let's not let's just stop josh green can play uh he's been large part responsible for this little run that we own he's still be fucking up sometime but the three ball i think the three ball been league average the last 10 games
1: yeah he's not 30 maybe like 34 for the season but yeah it's been a brown 36 um for the last couple games and you need to apologize for trying to send that man to toronto for drop oh, apologize boy. right now
0: oh my god don't hey you
1: hey. looked at me crazy when i told you i would not give him up for no damn Dragic.
0: Dog, <laughs> i had him packed up winter coat uh parkas all that good shit north face jackets and baby J- Drogic is washed Oh, that man is washed. And like, people keep saying maybe he going to come back. Maybe he going to do it. I've watched every game he's played with the Nets. Uh, shout out to the condensed version of these games. And, dog, that man, he it's weird because, like, physically he don't look, like, totally washed. but He's just not good at ball. I don't know if he's better than Trey Burke right now. And I know that sounds crazy, but...
1: He can't play big minutes. That's the problem. Like, he he looks decent in spurts, but, like, if you're, like... He had some... Like, even today's game, he had weird turnovers and, like... Dude, he played 36 minutes. Play he played yeah.
0: 36 minutes today and just stomped. It's like, bro, if... I, I shit you not. Like, I know it was against the Rockets, but the Nets have played bad teams, and he's played big minutes the way... Trey Burke did against the Rockets, and he ain't scored 15 points, not yet, not one dime. And it's yeah. just like, dog, I didn't realize that man was at Washington. I, I know there was, uh, it was one of my followers, I forget my man's name. And he's like, dog, I still would have preferred KP and Dragic instead of what we got. And I'm like, oh boy, that age like milk. That age like fucking. Okay. Like, I, we'd be the seven seed. Instead of being seven and one, we'd be like three and four, maybe two and five. It it would it because Tallman's only played four games and only played one good game and missed the last game and I it's just no he's played three games I'm tripping he missed the most recent game so that's one good game it's just we'd be in so much trouble right now if that trade would have went through wouldn't have wouldn't have done but okay. um that's all I got guys we're gonna get it out of here. Um, because I need to eat, and SJ is busy, so uh, we thank you all again for listening to another episode, we apologize for taking a week off, but I wanted to do a guest host, but the, the, the energy just ain't the same, it, it ain't, um, it is, this is kind of our thing, and you know, it, I'm not saying it will never be a guest host, I might not be able to make it, she'll do it, but I just didn't feel like the move would have been right or the, the temperature would have been right without her. So we we took a little hiatus. We shouldn't be able, we shouldn't have to do that moving forward through the rest of the season and playoffs, but yeah. sometimes sometimes life happens. So I don't want to make any promises. And, uh, but I do want to say like, all right, all right, dog, I don't know, it, it blows my mind um, how many people listen to this because we don't really promo it at all. We don't push it. And I'm just looking at these numbers, and I'm just so appreciative. I'm so thankful. Uh, I, I really enjoy doing this. It, the, the love we get, the, the DMs we get from people, it's, it's cool, man. It's really, really cool. And I thank you all for that. As always, I want to thank my homie, SJ. She out there living her best life. And thank her for doing this with me. I don't think I've done this on the pod before. But thank you for doing this with me, SJ. You didn't have to. No
1: problem. No problem at all.
0: But uh that's it. We will holler at y'all next week. Um, hopefully we keep this shit going, man. This this is starting to feel special. This is starting to feel different. And uh we holler at y'all next week. Peace.